0: And welcome to the J-Train Podcast. This J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the Southern Quarantine Cabin, Boca. We're coming to you straight from Florida no. every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this show. That's That's right. You're a part of it. You are fully involved. You're the marketing department. You're the listening department. You're the feedback department. You're Papa JT. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just screaming out answers to your emails. I can only do so much on my end, but it's about you, the listener. You're sending in your emails. We're answering the email. See how it's a cycle? See how it works? I don't got a billboard. I got you and your fat mouth. So make it your Instagram story. Make it your Instagram story. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears um, I, I I'm on the road. I got shows, shows, shows this weekend. New York City, Gotham Comedy Club. Get those tickies. Get the group chat involved. Um, we added a Thursday show, so get involved with that. That is on Yom Kippur. So, my my Goya fans, uh, for the non for the Gentiles out there, is it is Gentile Jew or not Jew? I think it's not Jew. The Gentiles, go get tickets for the 16th. That's the the non june night, and then 17th and 18th, uh, Gotham Comedy Club, Vegas, Cellar Vegas, Austin, Boston, Dallas, New Brunswick, Buffalo, so jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Also the Patreon. We are doing things on the Patreon. I get nothing but good feedback on the Patreon. People really love it. Um, We're doing a luxury lounge every Wednesday that I read all the luxury lounge complaints, and then a one more email on Friday, and Coffee with J Train on Sunday. Um, I had a... A, a travel experience, second to to none on the awful scale, so go back, you can listen to my awful travel day on Coffee with J-Train. Very excited about today's guest, an OKP, original key player, back on the show, the the, the tikka, chicken tikka masala of TikTok. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> N- Nimesh Patel, thank you for coming back.
1: What's up, man? Thank you for having me.
0: How are you, buddy? What's going on? Where are you coming from? You've been traveling this great nation of ours.
1: I've been every fucking where since May. I did, I've did. i done, what, 50 shows in 30 cities since May, and I'm going back out to do another 60 in, in 30 cities over the well, next I- month.
0: I saw a video you posted, and it is the interesting part about what we do. Mm-hmm. And you posted a video. Someone asked you. I like that you do the Q&A video. Yeah. And it was, I think it was in D.C. where I, I'm just coming from. If you're listening right now, thank you for coming to the D.C. shows. Someone said, how has TikTok changed your life? Yeah. And your answer was, I had no dates on the calendar, and now I got... Full. I'm full until the rest of the year. I yes, I'm, I got I got stand up dates for the rest of the year. That's how it changed my life. Thank you, China. Yes. So I <laughs> I, <It's true. laughs> I I watched that video and it's gotta be unbelievable. What like I and but the th- that's the thing about what we do. It's like you know we put to, we 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 spend our nights working on it, working on material. Like no one knows. You and I have been going to open mics and shows for a decade. Twelve prepared, years, man. Waiting. For someone to just say, oh, this guy's pretty good.
1: Right. It's been, it's like, it's, this is the first time where overnight success feels like it's overnight almost, even though it's been, you know, it's like the preparation meets the opportunity and it's been yeah. 12 years in the making where I've been trying to, I have an act and now, That's the thing. now it's being presented and now I've got a way to present it by a TikTok and then use that TikTok to then uh hit the road and and now i'm not people are coming out and not being disappointed oh this is not just a tiktok comedian this is a stand-up guy who's been using tiktok to fucking elevate his shit
0: well that's that's kind of the thing that us comics make fun of we're like oh someone blows up on instagram and then they say go on the road and they have nothing to say and it's like that's our greatest fear really is like oh when i get my thing Will I be ready to like make people happy that they came out to the live version of that thing? Right. You know, and, and you, um, you, I would say, you know, everyone should go follow Nimesh if you don't already on TikTok or anywhere. Are, are you at Finding Nimesh on TikTok too?
1: I am. I am. But the brand at, remains consistent.
0: <laughs> I can't believe it. At Finding Nimesh on everything, but especially TikTok. Is, you've probably showed up on people's feeds if they go there, but. It, I've said this to a few people, not you, um, and I'll say it to you now. TikTok, you have to hammer one thing and be consistent with that one thing. Mm-hmm. Now, some people, they their one thing that they've hammered is the like the most annoying, dumbest thing in the world that they have to do forever. You yeah. know, like like I, listen, I've had I'll put it on myself. I've had charcuterie videos get big <laughs> get big views. The, Lord, Lord. the board, Lord. But I would have to put out a charcuterie board video every three times a day, every day. If I wanted to have a, I, and it's unsustainable. It's not what I want. I don't want people to come to my live board lord review. Right. But for you, your one thing that you keep hammering on is just stand up. So standard. that is like, but that's the dream. That's, you have the perfect scenario of a TikTok thing. Do you yeah, know what I mean?
1: I, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that was my, uh, uh, and I didn't do that on purpose. It wasn't like a, I just I'm just a, I'm just not good at literally anything else that can be done on TikTok. I'm not going to figure out how to edit videos or I'm you know doing a little sketch and all that kind of shit. It's like I have clips but, ready. Let's just put them all out and see what
0: happens. But also, you're organized. That's a big part of it too. Yeah. you had all these clips waiting. Mm-hmm. You're basically waiting for TikTok to be invented.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's really what it was. <laughs> it's like the, it's fucking stars aligned and. And then uh, uh, first, Amy told my wife, told me to put uh, stuff on TikTok. And I was like, okay, maybe. And then my boy, Sahib, who's a stand up in his own right, uh, was like blowing up on TikTok. And he was like, yo, you should do this. And uh, he was using like he was doing sketches and stuff because he's been doing comedy for four years or whatever. But he does like great characters and stuff. But he's also like he started as a stand up. uh, But he told me, yo, TikTok reaches a lot of people. And then so my wife saying it and Sahib saying at the same time, I was like, fuck it and then
0: yeah you're like uh amy i'll believe you when someone else says it <laughs> I, need, like, I need some backup
1: <laughs> she gets she's, she's gotten pretty annoyed uh, uh at times where i've been like okay and then someone else says <laughs> it and i'm like oh okay now i gotta do it but she her instinct was right because you know she works in in the space so she was just like yeah. you do it and it's been the my favorite thing to hear from somebody at a club or uh I was just like a random person was like, oh, you must get a lot of Indian people to come out and you must do really well in Indian cities. And I do, but the thing with TikTok is that it's such a insanely accurate distributor of this, whatever your media is. And it distributes it to millions of people. So my shows, yeah. are, my shows are insanely diverse. It, it kind of boggles my mind. Like I would think... It would be tons of Indian people, and, sure. like, and New, New Brunswick was a perfect case example for me because I knew tons of Indian people would come out, and they did. On the second show, I did two shows, both yeah. sold out, which blew my mind because it was a Tuesday. The second show was like mostly uh, Indian people. The first show was Indian, white, black, Spanish. It was like the whole oh, thing. Fuck. It was insane, and that happened. That's happened like everywhere. So it. It really speaks to the algorithm of TikTok. It some, somehow it reads this person and this thing might relate to they might relate to my comedy because of this one particular thing about them. And it's it's mind boggling.
0: I've been calling it social media socialism mm-hmm. because everyone kind of has a chance. Yeah, a little bit. And I think that speaks to who's viewing it. Everyone has a chance to view it as well. Where it's like everyone's kind of got their, like, if, they, if you're set up, like, my algorithm right now is a lot of like Marvel, like, because I, I like the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. So I get tons of Marvel stuff. And then you know what else I get? Disney TikTok, like, weirdos who love Disney because mm. Disney owns Marvel. So it's weird because I'm like, why am I getting all this Disney shit? Why yeah. am I seeing, you know, the waffles and the Mickey Mouse shape? every five minutes and it's like it's because i like the marvel movies and i'm watching the reviews and the and the easter eggs. so it's gonna come with it comes the flow of everything else so if someone is like i like stand up yeah you're gonna flow up their page no matter what
1: and i you know what's i don't watch shit on tiktok i watch you
0: yeah i watch yeah.
1: mookie i watch sahib and i follow chance the rapper because he follows me yeah. Beyond that, beyond that, I don't watch shit. because I, I know, I know the inverse of what's happening for me is that people are becoming addicted to the to the medium.
0: Oh, and, it's 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 getting it's getting that one is a tough one to get off.
1: Yeah, people, and that's what's that's why it's so interesting to see who's coming out because it's like sixty year old white guy is – on tiktok yes i saw you on tiktok what
0: what are you you doing well no you you, listen my dad talks about tiktok like it's his wingman he's like yeah tiktok it's it's all butts i'm like okay (laughs) like i i know what your algorithm is working you know so um no listen i'm happy for you as a friend i'm I'm pumped I, i i'm like I, I make fun of you because you're a good friend and I have to. But uh, the chicken tikka masala of TikTok, I, I, I will
1: happily be the chicken tikka masala, <laughs> the naan, the all of that of TikTok, bro. It's, I it's crazy. I,
0: listen, everyone, go follow Nimesh at Finding Nimesh, and here are the dates. Go to Patel 2020com dot com for all of Nimesh's live dates. You're gonna love the show. He's a fantastic comedian, and that's that's the real essence of this. Is like. Every day, preparation opportunity for anyone out there. If you're working on something, you got to work on the thing while doing all the other shit, like allowing all the other shit into your life. You know, Nimesh being like, you have to be open enough to say, okay, I'll try this TikTok instead of going TikToks for 16-year-old girls dancing. If you say that first, you're out. You're going to be too late. Yeah, You're going to be sitting there wondering, why didn't I get it? Well, because you weren't, you got to be working on your thing and open to all avenues of making sure your thing can pop, right? Like I, gotta
1: I, adapt, man. I adapted. That's what I did. Because we were fucking dead for a year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? How do I? How, what but can I, I al- do?
0: I always knew you were getting those seller videos. Yeah. And that's another thing. Now you see every comic. Can I get the video? Can I get the video? Can I get the video? And it's like, you're late, dude. It's over.
1: I've, I've <laughs> given the formula out to anyone that asks. It, yeah. Put clips up in your, in your, uh, in your clips, you can tick allows you like write stuff within like on the title cards and stuff mm-hmm. that though, everything you write feeds into the algorithm. And so like, so say like, if you look at some of my latest videos and for the last yeah. like, two months or three months, the reason I've been able not only to get these dates, but also sell some shows out and get a lot of people to come out is because I'll say I'm coming to Tacoma I'm coming to Madison I'm coming to Bridgeport and I'll type that in the in the title card or the the description yeah you can add not the caption you can add text to the video you know like, the, oh, like yeah the yeah, algorithm yeah. the algorithm reads that from my understanding because I'll say I'm coming to Tacoma tag your city below and mm. an overwhelming amount of people will be from Tacoma because I think I think it goes to people in that city. And so so I've given the, that's the formula, at least for Listen, me, that's been working.
0: We're praying to the algorithm gods every single day. That's gonna, mm-hmm. <laughs> gonna going to, I'm going to go into Yom Kippur services and one of the, the, the thing will be about the algorithm God. Whatever
1: uh, you got, I'm going to learn Mandarin if it helps. <laughs> whatever, whatever I need
0: to do, dude. So Patel2020.com, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Tacoma, Spokane, Comedy on State in Madison. I was just there with Michelle Wolf, fantastic club. So those are all Nimesh's dates. Go to Patel2020.com. He's coming to Bridgeport, Tacoma, Spokane, Comedy on State in Madison, Wisconsin. Go, go, go. He's got even more dates. He's, he's got till the end of the year. Let's do some emails. You ready, Nimesh? Yes, sir. J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at gmail.com. We, we have some very interesting emails today. They're very depthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I well, don't know what it, beginning of the year or school year. What do you think?
1: I, wait, hold on. I got, I got an email that I, w- I would write to you right now, but it's uh, unrelated to relationships or anything of this sort.
0: Okay, this is an advice show. What do you Go for it.
1: I, I just want to tell you about what happened yesterday and uh, uh, I'm happy to hear what you would have done in this situation. Okay. I'm, I'm, I went shopping at Bloomingdale's. I needed to get a, a hoodie. And okay. it's the, the main one you're one. wearing now. No, no. The, another okay. one. Uh, <laughs> we're on 59th Street, that that Bloomingdale's. Yeah. And I'm walking in the men's section and I see this. I'm looking for a dress shirt. I have to get a dress shirt as well. Look at Nimesh.
0: Look at look at what TikTok has done From He's I'm shopping buying, at Bloomies. <laughs> He's got the big
1: brown bag. It wasn't at, it wasn't Bergdorf's. I'm not there okay. yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And hey, well,
0: listen, that's why we need you guys to go to Patel2020.com and go sell out these dates. Okay. So you're going to Bloomie's, and, 59th and,
1: Street. And we're in the men's section. And I'm walking towards dress shirts. And I hear, I, and there's like this 45-year-old white dude with a tiny little dog. And he looks pissed off. And he's like yelling, but like he's raised his voice looking for employees. He's like, do you work here? Do you work here? I've been waiting mm. for 20 minutes. I've been waiting for 30 minutes. And I'm like, bro, have some fucking self-respect. Have some respect and ask politely, bro. You can't be walking. Who you, talks wait,
0: to- so you hold on. You see a guy ranting and he's, you look at him to teach him a lesson.
1: He's 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 yelling at an employee. He's, oh, like, okay. he's like he's following employees like, excuse me, do you work here? I've been waiting for 30 minutes. And I'm like, bro, ask politely. Like if you're going to you, there's no need to be an asshole to be uh, get service. Mm. And, and, and he comes up to me. He's like, you don't know who I am. I'll get you kicked out of here. And in my head, I'm like, you don't know who I am. (laughs) Stop talking to me. I'm big on TikTok. (laughs) And and second of all, and second of all, he's like, I'll get you escorted out of here. I'm like, you can't even get someone to help you get a tuxedo. How the fuck are you going to get? (laughs) You don't seem
0: to have a lot of power right now, sir. Yeah.
1: And then and then what like he ended the conversation and I started laughing because he was like, what you're doing is bullying. And I'm like, you are a six foot two,
0: 200
1: pound white dude in his 50s. 40s. The bastardization
0: of the word bullying over what? the last like four years is actually crazy. Hot oh. women and hot men telling right. people you're bullying me. It's like you're the picture of a bully. Oh, you yeah. know like-
1: What are you doing? I don't understand what has happened to uh, uh people in this country right now where everyone feels immediately victimized they have been waiting for 25 minutes at I a mean, Dales to get. I, I, he said, "I've been waiting for 25 minutes." I'm like, "That seems like it's your fault."
0: Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> at what point you not you haven't talked to the right person yet? Yeah. Immediately victimizes the is the best phrase for that. It, it mm-hmm. does feel like people jump to victim as soon as possible. Well, because oh. they know that that gets them that that is proven to get people help. Right. Someone help
1: me. This is my problem. Like
0: what? What are you doing? It's so what's just, the what's the question? How how would you how would I have done what, it?
1: What what would you have done if anything? And on top of that, why why have people become like especially what what do you think was going on in this 45-year-old white guy's head? Cuz I know what's going on, but I'm going to be racist towards this 45-year-old white dude. <laughs> <laughs> like this bitch ass. See,
0: see in my mind this guy in my mind this guy um Believes the world is against him, but I think most people think the world is against them. I think everyone kind of lives that way right now. You know, like everyone, I think everyone kind of lives the, like, lives, you hear from two sides in the world right now. You hear from the people who agree with you and the people who fucking disagree with you. And not just disagree with you, fucking disagree with you. You don't right. hear from that person that goes, well, I hear you here and I don't hear you here. You know, every, <laughs> like, every
1: opinion is extreme.
0: Extreme. So, right. He thinks the and I think he's a, like a lot of people where if something doesn't go your way, it's the extreme people that are coming at me, right. which isn't true at all. And, you know that, that would be my you know armchair psychologist breakdown. But I also wouldn't have done it. I you I would not have said you. anything. You are a say something to strangers person, as I know <laughs> in my life. I am not that person.
1: <laughs> fucking, I was so livid. <laughs> I was so I was like, who the fuck talks to people like this? Like, it is bizarre. It, like, who's what kind of grown ass man is well, yelling at a, a like a fucking retail employee to fucking find him a tux? It's been thirty minutes, bro. Please.
0: <laughs> also, a tux is such a hilarious thing. Yeah. To like feel like a victim if you're yeah. wearing a tux to anything, you're doing okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, I've got to go to the Grammys. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> I've got to go to this private equity dinner. Someone help me find my tuxedo. fucking loser. Let,
0: let's do some emails. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Oh. This one's called a one week sexual fling with a higher up at work. Help. Ooh. It's a very, I mean, this has got. Do
1: I have, did this, you send me is this email? No, no, no. no. Oh,
0: this, okay, is, okay. this is, this uh, is, I'm reading this to you. Okay. Um, Jared, I love all that you do for us (laughs) plebes. I hope you can help me with a sexual situation. I got myself into at work. Recently, I moved to a new city and started a new job at a company. Within one of my first few days at the company, a manager of a different business unit of the company reached out to me for an introductory zoom meeting. Both of our business groups work together time to time on joint projects, seeing it as an opportunity to network. I gladly agreed. We had our Zoom call and I noticed right away he was an attractive guy. He seemed overly friendly, but I took it as his extroverted personality. A few days later, he began messaging me on the company's IM. I should note, he does not live in the same city as I do. We chatted about our days and work, nothing too exciting. After a few days of messaging, he told me he wanted to send me a meme and asked for my Instagram. And then she writes in parentheses, red flag number one. Yeah, I would say that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because now you're crossing over from work to personal. Work to personal. I was into the attention, so I gave him my account, uh, account name to follow. After a few days of DMing on Insta, he told me one of the memes wasn't coming through and that I should give him my personal cell number i should emphasize we have both work and personal cells to text on whatsapp red flag number two yeah i would say the farther he gets away from work and to say if you have cell phones for work and personal he's trying to get out from under big brother's eyes wouldn't you agree
1: a hundred percent but also red flag number two was i can't i i can't send a meme via instagram what meme are you trying to say
0: yeah 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 what uh, That doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Our our conversation on WhatsApp slowly moved from friendly to flirty. But I was engaging the whole time because he was cute and I liked the attention. He sent me flowers and pizza on my birthday. We talked on the phone almost every night before bed. He then invited me on a four-day business trip to another city for client meetings, which I accepted and my manager approved because it would be an opportunity to learn more about our company. I arrived at the airport to find he was personally picking me up to take me to our hotel. I noticed an immediate physical attraction of this man in person. This is reading like a movie, like a a a, fucking novel. Right. We go back to the hotel and checked in. Did she get murdered? (laughs) I'm writing this from the great beyond. Yeah uh we then go we go back to the hotel checked in and then met at the bar for one drink before heading out to a few other bars immediately this guy kept buying me more and more drink shots bombs etc i excitedly drank because i love free alcohol <laughs> yeah don't we all and also was into this guy who obviously was attracted to me the night led to a bar makeout and me blacking out to wake up uh-oh uh led to a bar makeout and me blacking out to wake up in his hotel room the next morning. Yikes. The rest of the week went along like this: sex three to four times a day, drinking, bar makeouts, cuddling, blacking, browning out, and spending the night together. I was really falling for this guy because we connected on a different, uh, on a lot of different levels: energy, personality, career goals, etc. Okay, this all sounds good, and as I mean, other than the work thing, if this didn't happen through work, we would go. Okay. This is a okay, but yeah. the work thing adds a, an element of. We don't, you know, especially the dynamic of maybe he's above, but we, we, right now this sounds like consensual and everything to you, right?
1: Until HR gets involved, it's all consensual, you know,
0: I, it it seems as though I was really following, I was really falling for this guy. We connected on a lot of different levels, energy, personality, career goals, et cetera. I should add that I am in my mind, I am in my mid twenties and he is a decade older on the last day together. He casually mentioned he was separated from his wife, but working on a divorce, Uh uh-oh, I thought he was single the whole time because he did not wear his ring. Mm -hmm. He He then was cold and distant the rest of the day. When he dropped me off at the airport, he didn't get out of the car to help me with my bag or hug me. Ugh. To say the least, I was devastated. I feel like he took advantage of me being new and naive. I also felt a seemingly real and deep connection with this man. What are your thoughts? He has hardly reached out since our week together, and I'm so anxious to eventually work with him again, which will undoubtedly have to happen uh, soon. We have we will have weekly Zoom calls across both team and uh, teams, and he'll visit the offices of my city for work every few months. I'm still so new to the company and do not believe I can talk to anyone about what happened to me for fear of me losing my job. I wonder if he has done this with other new hires. Help. So, what do you think, Nimesh?
1: I think uh, I think she should leave it be. I think it, I think. Well, that last part of the email kind of hit me as a bit odd. I feel. Like I was deceived and felt. Not, it, it, meanwhile, she's saying all along, I went along with it. I knew what was going on. It, is well, she is she unaware that? Like it, it's she knows what she's doing is against protocol, right? You, well, you we be, we don't
0: know. Well, we don't know that. There's some companies that you have to divulge, and there's some companies you don't have to divulge. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if it's against protocol, but we do know that it, it is fraught with issues because mm-hmm. it is a workplace scenario so she did enter into it but I you know n- not knowing until the last day that he has a wife that he's working on a divorce from that's where this becomes a lie because you're be I, I guess like
1: I don't know is it, you, is it incumbent upon her to ask or is it incumbent upon him to say that's the question Wouldn't you
0: think, wouldn't you think, and we're discussing this out for people that are like listening, like we're, we're talking this out and you might be listening going, it it is, you know, because someone might hear this and go, it is black and white. This is wrong. This is get him fired. And, and to that person, I would say, "I, I don't know, but I, I understand you have a point in this whole matter. My, my thing is, don't you think over the course of a week, cuddling, drinking, hanging out. Come you up. would mention your 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 relationship status,
1: right? I would. So, are you seeing anybody? Yeah. But also, if you're a 25 year old, she says she's such she's mid 20s, right? And this guy yeah. is 35.
0: Let's say he's I, 35.
1: I would think that the woman would be a little curious as to what this person's marital status or whatever was. And if she I, didn't ask, maybe she just didn't want to know. And I'm not I'm not, I'm not accusing her or him of anything. I'm just kind of play devil's advocate in a little totally. bit, Totally. Well, I would
0: also, but wouldn't you say from the other side, let me play the devil's advocate kind of on the other side. Shouldn't he, like, you're talking with someone for a week and you never mention you're separated. Separated is like the most tenuous time of a divorce. Like, you know, like, it's not like you're divorced a year and you're like, oh, by the way, you know, like. I
1: I think he didn't want to mention he was separated of course end, not. End of the night, end of the week, because he didn't want to fuck up a good thing. He knows the instant you say you're separated, then the woman is going to think, OK, this is either just a, a, a hang and bang situation or this doesn't this is on tenuous ground as it is. So, uh you don't want to well, poison the well before you drink from it. You know what I mean? Well,
0: here, here's the thing, Nimesh, and here's where I'll take her. And, and she uses, you know, she says, I wonder if he's done this to other new hires. Like that, that, that to me is like way more devious than I think he was. Like uh-huh. I think he was devious, but like the idea that he's like, you know, sitting there like for the, get, waiting for the email of new did, hires to like go he, and
1: approach them. like How did he know to hit her up in the first meeting?
0: That's well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, do did they, he see Did Do they all get a new hire
1: it? email like, Oh, check out this hot chick and now it's like let me set up a fucking cross unit Zoom call with just her and then start well, It that's might be where a begin- place.
0: But that might that's where it begins to feel well, then now maybe I am thinking is that devious. Like that's where it begins to feel dirty and 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 here's the thing. We all, and, and this is to defend her, I guess, but there's no, I'm not, I, I think what she did was fine. Yeah. And she went along and had fun with someone she really enjoyed getting to know. Um, here's where I'll see her side in all this, where you go, you do a mathematical equation with, with a workplace relationship. And I'm sure she did a, a version of that. If, Well, the mathematical equation is, well, he's single, he's approaching me, he's attractive, we get along uh, with personal and and with professional, and we're cuddling, and we're drinking. Okay, I'll go through with the risk of a workplace thing for the maybe outcome of a real relationship. That's the risk-reward she's doing. When you said, if he had said... I'm going through, uh, I'm split up with my wife, and that risk-reward totally changes. Her math changes. Maybe she doesn't enter into this. That's that's where I think she has a right to feel deceived. Yeah,
1: I agree. I think, uh, I think the resolution for her is to realize that maybe she's got a, a fuck buddy whenever they go to wherever the fuck they meet up. <laughs> and-
0: I mean- do you don't think she should reach out to him and like let him know that how she feels? I think she should.
1: I think she should let him know on uh, work I am just uh, just, uh,
0: yeah, just to get on there. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, hey, remember that time we hung out in the fucking <laughs> Duluth Minneapolis, <or> Minnesota?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think she has to let him know that there's I feel uncomfortable with how like here's my assessment of the week and and you play it in i terms. Mm-hmm. I I You reached out to me. Now I have, I think she should let him know. Now I have to question how we got here. Like, just like you said, like, how did he, I mean, she starts, he and, you know, he starts DMing me. We had our Zoom call. Hold on. I'm going back. Recently, I moved to a new city, started a new job. Within one of the first few days of the company, a manager of a different business unit of the company reached out for an introductory Zoom meeting. Now, looking back now with a, a separation going on, you have to assume this all was fraught with lies.
1: That's a little sus. Did he get a LinkedIn notification?
0: What happened? All so right. I think it starts with questioning, You know, letting him know how you feel. And then it's an HR situation. Yeah. I mean, if he can't have a conversation with you about it and... And kind of and, and acknowledge it. You have to talk to HR, don't you? If,
1: if that's a that's a that's in seriousness, you got to talk about that on the personal chat. And then if he's fucking, if he's been revealed as this is his move, mm. that he, he does this every time there's a new hire, that he goes from per, Zoom to fucking personal AI. Hey, fucking, I, I want to send you a meme. What's your personal IG? Yeah, that's this. That, feel, this that's feels a,
0: like he she was preyed upon a little yeah. bit.
1: That's a that's a long game that this man is playing, but he might be. Why is he getting separated? <laughs> I mean, doing, he's been doing this the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, you could tell. Yeah, the the marriage can't be doing well. I mean, for anyone listening, this is a, this can be this is a very serious topic. You're dealing with people taking advantage of power. These things and and both Nimesh and I sit here. We're on a we're on a fun podcast where we talk about dating issues. This is a not fun thing. The more you read this email, because it does feel like she got down the road of emotion with this guy over the course of the week. It did feel like a rom-com. It did feel like a novel. And then you get to the end and he gets weird. Like he couldn't, like if he didn't get weird, I would feel less weird about it. Like if he was like, hey, yeah. Or if he brought it up day one. If he brings it up day one, I'm getting separated. I just want to let you know. Let's drink and have fun. At least she has all the information to deal with.
1: And lesson that's a lesson to all the management creeps out there you know lay all the cards <laughs> on the table folks.
0: <laughs> let 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 them be the creep with you don't yeah. be the creep yeah it, i mean it is yeah i think she has to go to him and explain how she feels about from this week and then it it becomes a uh you know a, a an she hr talk, matter she
1: gotta talk to toby
0: <laughs> you're right The J Train Podcast would like to welcome Headspace. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act, be better? There is, and if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness. Get guided meditations in an easy to use app. Whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you've ever tried to meditate and you feel like you've done it wrong, Headspace is the perfect companion. It is o- it is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. Overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Or need some help falling asleep, get a wind-down session. Their members swear by it. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Okay, I have signed up. It's great. It is so great. You know what the problem with like meditation, it's the idea of it. It's the unknown. And and it's not knowing. And then have I even done enough? And I have this issue with, You know, working out sometimes, and it's like, what do? How long do I go? Am I, you know, am I doing this wrong? And if I'm doing it wrong, am I wasting my time? That is the beautiful thing about uh, headspace. You're going to get walked through the process. You can find short meditations that can help you. I mean, the the wind down one, I'm in. It's been great. It's been very, especially on a weekday night. You know, the weekends are easy. You're, you're distracted. You're having a couple drinks. You're out with friends. Weekday, the quiet of your own apartment. You pull out Headspace and it winds you down. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash JTrain. That's headspace.com JTrain for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. You're getting the whole thing. This is the best deal they're offering right now. So head to headspace.com slash J train and get more headspace. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Tushy. Tushy, the modern bidet company, washes away even the messiest of poops. Let me ask you something. Is your butt clean enough to sit on the couch naked? No? Get a Tushy. It's cleaner than regular old toilet paper. Washing with water is less irritating and more soothing for your beehole. This ain't your grandmother's bidet. This is the modern bidet that attaches directly to your toilet in under 10 minutes. Easy to install. No electricity or plumbing needed. Using a Tushy bidet reduces your toilet paper use by 80%, saving you money and saving the environment. Plus, they now have the Tushy ottoman the sleekest toilet stool designed to help you poop at a hundred percent a hundred percent of the time rated number one by by wire cutter wow and the new tushy brush the only toilet brush with disposable scrubbing pads so you can use a clean brush every time i love that I love that Tushy has extended the brand to other items just to make your poop a better experience. Start washing with a Tushy bidet for a better clean. Go to hellotushy.com slash Train to get 10, 10, 10, 10% off plus free shipping. This is a very special offer for our listeners here. Go to hellotushy.com slash JTrain for 10% off. After you buy and install your Tushy, show it off. Tag at, a, at hellotushy on Instagram. And stop wiping your butt like a caveman. J-train podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do this one. JTrain, do guys think I'm the asshole? These are very depthy. You ready? Yes, sir. Jared, thank you in advance for taking the time to read this and share your unbiased opinion on my situation. I've been mostly single throughout my life. Before, uh, I've been mostly single through my life But before COVID I enjoyed going on casual dates With guys for something to do After one and a half plus years of the pandemic All these guys have fallen off And I've been struggling to motivate myself To get back out there Truthfully I can't help but think That the reason why I haven't had a boyfriend Is because of a lot of things from the past That I haven't fully worked through This could be trauma from past Quote unquote relationships But also maybe just be some beliefs That I've held since childhood Last weekend, I went to a bar with my friends for the first time in a year and met a quote unquote nice guy who was visiting from out of town. We'll call him Jason. Towards the end of the night, I noticed my friend, well, we'll call him Craig and a girl, let's say Cindy. Okay, we got a lot of names here. um, Sneaking away holding hands. I don't know Cindy too well, but I was really excited to see Craig with a girl. So I turned to Jason and asked him if he had heard anything about Craig and Cindy hanging out. Jason said he didn't know and then asked me if I would do something like that. And she writes, do what, I asked. He writes, and then he said, hook up, he said. And although I wasn't trying to hook up that night, I told Jason the truth that I would do that from time to time back in the day. But after college, I stopped for the sake of my sleep schedule. Okay, I like that excuse. This made him laugh. It made me laugh, too. And preferred to just go on dates. Not sure if he had heard the part about dates over the loud music. Well, I mean, I'm I'm, going to assume he did, but okay. Because he kept asking me what I'm into, and I continue to be honest about my current non-existent dating life. One thing I said to him was, "I feel like people think I'm so responsible to the point where I'm boring, and I think that is bullshit because I like to have fun." He liked that a lot. Yeah, that's uh-oh. Like you can guess fun. where his mind was headed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she knows me. I mean, I because you hear that, you if you're angling towards hookup and then so the the a, a woman says to you, "Everyone thinks I'm boring, but I'm not. I'm here to prove them wrong." You're like, "I like to have fun." prove it with me is what he's thinking guys are, talk-
1: you say a guy you say to a guy i like to have fun his first not his first thoughts not Ooh, this girl likes to go rock climbing you know yeah, I, no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> let's go play I'm darts sorry
0: we started talking about him and he was flirting harder and stroking my ego so I said something about how we were vibing so well eventually I asked for his number and started dancing with him in a non sensual way plenty of room for Jesus (laughs) he kept trying to put his arm around me but I kept turning away to show I wasn't interested later I made my way back to my friend group using Craig and Cindy as a point of gossip and ultimately hoping I would gather more people in the Uber to ride home with I started talking to another friend of Craig's call him Andy okay we got another Andy, <laughs> so many aliens who Andy. I who I always found cute and we've always gotten along great whenever we've seen each other Andy and I gossip maybe 10 to 15 minutes until somehow Jason and I left and got an uber back to Craig's place where our, my car was parked he definitely tried to make a move to come home with me but I shut him down by reminding him that I live in the suburbs a 30 minute drive or a $75 uber from where we were it's not worth it dude I said then to be nice I added but tonight was really fun and we should definitely hang out sometime The whole drive home, I thought about Andy and how he probably saw me dance with Jason and get his number. Obviously, I would have rather hung out with Andy than Jason, but I was damn sober enough to see that I was leading Jason on and didn't stop myself. The only reason I never pursued Andy is because he's very short, 5'4 or less. And while I'm shorter than him, I just enjoy physical intimacy better with a dude over 5'8. I know if I made a move, Andy would probably be down, but I'm holding back because I don't want to potentially lose a good friend due to my indecisiveness. Also, this kind of behavior would definitely piss me off if the roles were reversed. Am I the asshole here? If so, what can I do differently? Love every podcast you're a part of, the Bachelor Recaps and everything in between. Thank you for all that you do. I don't know another comedian who works as hard as you. Oh, well, that's too nice. Can deliver? Okay. Someday I hope to see you at a show, but for now I'll keep forwarding your content to my friends and my mom. I tell her about the Luxury Lounge Weekly. She's a fan. Well, thank you. What do you think? So <laughs> i <laughs> i Nimesh, what do you think so andy she's basically she used a lot of names but really the only important is there's there's jason the guy who really wanted to fuck her uh-huh. um <laughs> who she danced with uh-huh. that she shut down and then there's andy five four andy five four andy four, uh andy and i four, gossip five. and then jason and i left and got in the uber um the whole drive home, I thought about Andy and how he probably saw me. So Andy's, Andy's the shorty mm-hmm. who didn't go home with, and Jason is the guy she left in an Uber with that she ultimately turned down. So but she she's feels afraid bad
1: that that, she, that Andy is the guy she wants to keep around just in case she wants to settle down at some point. Saw her leaving with five foot eight, five foot nine, Jason, <laughs> and who Andy. she
0: didn't hook up with. Yeah, but and, Jay, we and, know what.
1: Andy stomped his little feet.
0: Yeah, not again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Andy is shit out of luck. Um, So, well, I guess I guess she's saying in Andy's eyes, you see her and this giant leaving an Uber
1: and (laughs) Uh, Uber XL, of course, an Uber XL,
0: and he's thinking, "Well, fuck this." And and then she's like, "Well, I." It, she goes if i made a move andy would be down but i'm holding back because i don't want to potentially lose a good friend due to my indecisiveness also this kind of behavior she would you be she's claiming that if the rules were reversed she would be angered by the behavior would you feel that way as a dude seeing a woman but then having the woman seeing a woman take off with someone else but then having them come back to you would be okay would you be okay with that
1: i think i think in the moment i'd be like Pfft. but then after I was like yeah hey, whatever it doesn't
0: matter you know I mean? Yeah, it, I think it, guys, it, guys don't take this as uh, I think confident guys. And yeah. I, I can't speak for people with issues, but I bet five be four like,
1: Andy is a, is a Napoleon complex having do. <laughs> yeah, I hope not go, go but leave, I, go leave with Jason. Yeah, You'll be I bad. think
0: a lot, I think a lot of us have short memories when it comes to this, especially if you want to hang out with us, you know, right. if you're attracted to us, we have short memories. Yeah. So I don't think she's an asshole at all. Also, you can be totally honest about this night and say to him, I really wasn't feeling Jason's vibe, but we ended up in an Uber together. When you're honest, you have nothing to feel bad about as far as assholeness. I don't think as yeah. long as you're classy, honest, I yeah. don't think she should be like, I didn't want to go home with your short ass. Like, I don't think she should be that honest.
1: Right. But I think, uh, I think she, sh- I think there's also uh, a, a, some kind of, there's freedom in just being, every guy understands when a girl's like, I felt like I was leading him on, but when we got in the Uber, it was just like I did nothing with him. Every every guy would be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Totally. And he's not going to be like, sure, you did. You know, like, no. And if he doesn't and it, believe you, then, then he's the asshole.
0: And and if he doesn't believe you, you, he does have that Napoleon complex thing going on. Like you've like almost fished out his um, insecurities. But I would also say to you, um, she's, she mentioned something about like lose a good friend. Oh yeah, she's I, yeah. I, I, afraid you of him
1: fucking him and then then catching feelings and then not wanting to be with him because they'll have very small babies. Uh, you know.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, I I think it, she says Andy would be down, but I'm holding back because of potentially losing a good friend. I don't think both can be true. Mm-mm. Like I can't. I don't think someone's down to hook up and also your good friend. Like I think that's like kind of a miscalculation. Yeah, maybe.
1: I think he's. I think he might be holding on. I, it kind of really depends on what Andy was thinking too. Like, I wonder what Andy was thinking. If you if you flirt with somebody or talk to somebody for ten, fifteen minutes, uh, they are good friends. I wonder if they've hooked up. That's a-
0: well. It does. It seems like they haven't. I. I mean, to me, my advice to her is really to say, like, own what you want. It sounds like she's she lives thirty minutes from the city. She wants to date. Mm-hmm. She's reevaluated her dating life as she said in the beginning. I think you put yourself out to Andy. You and you say Andy, I always I had a really good time kind of chit-chatting with you. I, I was short lived cuz this guy Jason called an Uber XL and maybe leave the party. <laughs> but, I the lo- but I would love to get a drink sometime if you're up for it. Mm-hmm. I'll even bring thimbles for us to drink <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I'll
1: Bring a phone book and sit on the bar.
0: And 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 to be honest, like getting a drink and putting yourself out there vulnerable for a drink is like, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: I, I, I'm i curious to know why she thinks she's an asshole. Does she, who does she think she let on Jason or Andy?
0: She did I don't think she let anyone on. You can dance with someone and be flirty right. and not hook up. Like right. they, 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 there's nothing wrong with that. I think she's being a little hard on herself, but I think she's also to me, the answer is kind of in the margins of this email. Mm-hmm. She's, Every interaction she has is hookup first, relationship later. Like, to me, you know, that guy, the the thing she hated most about that guy, Jason, was he was all sexual. He was all down the line of, like, I'm trying to make a sexual thing happen. And then she, she thinks when that didn't happen, that's leading him on. No, 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 no. You weren't attracted to him, so you didn't go further with the flirting with him. Right, Andy. She's like, "What? I don't want to pursue him because I'll lose the friendship." Well, why can't you go on uh, out for drinks and have it not end with a hookup? Right, that can happen too.
1: It could be a date, and then that could lead to something, and then uh, and then you'll see if it ends up being uh, a friendship or something more than that. And Then that will be uh, um, that will be a pleasant surprise if you end up stop being friends after that. Then that was supposed to happen.
0: J Train Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Stop let's, short discrimination. That's right. <laughs> okay, so hold on. I got an email right here. Okay, let's do this one. Shoot my shot or move on from a chapter of love in the time of COVID.
1: Can I just answer okay. this by uh, uh before even hearing it? Always shoot your shot.
0: Always shoot your shot. Okay, let's
1: always shoot the shot.
0: Okay. Dear Jared. Love the podcast. Great laughs. Great advice. I'm a recent college grad wondering if I should take another shot with a guy I dated before the pandemic. We met during college dated for a couple of months talked about being exclusive but then the pandemic hit and we were sent home from campus March 2020. I felt really strongly for him but with no way to keep to see each other we decided to break things off and agreed we would catch up again when school started in the fall fall came around but by uh but by then, I had heard he was hooking up with another girl, so I didn't reach out to him. I dated uh, other guys in the meantime. so I guess, oh, they came back in the fall of 2020 mm-hmm. Did people go back to college in the fall of 2020? I don't
1: must you be one of these southern states <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's the school that like is run by the guy who runs the like the there was a school that was run by the guy who's like the head of like, uh, oh, damn it. I'm I know it's, t-
1: I know it's at the tip of your tongue and I, I know what you're leaning towards, but I don't know. And then know he the got,
0: English and then he got caught with a bunch of like cheating on his wife and having like a third person. Fuck. Do you know what I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. And the school's I, called like Union or American. It's not Union, American or, but it starts with a B. I feel like it's in Tennessee, but they went back
1: soon. Uh huh. Yeah, they they don't give a fuck. I don't know what it was, though. I can't tell you. But yeah, I mean, if they went back six months later, then it was definitely just... It's definitely a southern state.
0: It was... Uh... Damn it. Someone's going to message me with it. Okay. So fall came around, but by then I heard he was looking up with another girl, so I didn't reach out to him. I dated other guys in the meantime, but didn't feel as strongly for any of them as I had for him. By the summer... Over a year since our pre-COVID fling, I still thought of him and just wanted to know how he was doing because we never caught up like we said we would. I asked him if he wanted to catch up. He said yes. Seeing him was nice. Conversation was easy. We made each other laugh like old times. He admitted he kept up with uh, what I was up to through mutual friends. I still think of him, but we have, ha- uh, we have both graduated and are living far away. Me, Chicago. Him, two to three hour drive away. We were both starting new stages of our lives and I wouldn't want dating each other again to interfere with these new experiences. Do I try to rekindle this old flame or move on? Once and for all. Thanks. Should I stay or should I go? What do you think?
1: Well, I might revisit my previous statement. <laughs> <of shit. laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. <laughs> two to three hours. And you just, she just said, you know, I don't know if I should. It's, eh, fuck it. It's done. It's college. It was college. You, you gave it a shot. Yeah.
0: Also, he, he, let me give a couple of things. Hmm. It's it's always weird not weird but like going back to the person that never got a chance to disappoint you. Right. Like you know th- there's there's so much like this has been romanticized. Oh, will they? Won't they? Well, you know, the corona got involved, and 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 then and then he's you know we're we're far away. It's you know you're you're the subject of the rom com. You're the subject of the sitcom. Everyone and-
1: has visions of inter- showing up to the wedding at, when the two are at the altar, and, and then hoping to run away. No, that doesn't happen. You get escorted a- out by security.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And 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 I would say to her. And I think the timing of it all matters. I think when you've just graduated, you're starting a new life in Chicago, as you said. It sucks. It's an emotional fucking roller coaster. And all you want is something to be like a beacon, something to be strong. And so you're looking, a lot of us, and it happens to everyone, you look back to that one thing that never disappointed you. And he's that one thing. Right. And he's comfort, and he's also, he's comfort, and he's a place to not grow.
1: And you never got closure.
0: And you never got closure. And and so all that stuff, so I think going back to him, listen, if it's three years from now, he moves to Chicago, you come across each other, great. That's a different story. You got your job, you got your life, you got your friends. But right now, you taking drives 3 hours away to go hang out in some suburb is a step backwards to it's me. There's plenty
1: of fun to be had in Chicago.
0: And you're going to and take the things you liked about this guy to relate them to the next guy. Don't take below this guy. Right. You you know, to me you have you have a new level of water to compare and you might be like, "Well, that's ridiculous. We barely even dated." Well, live in the dream of him. Compare everyone to the dream of him. Let people be that good to you. You know what I mean?
1: If COVID stopped you from being together, that was God saying it wasn't meant to be. That's okay? right.
0: J Train Podcast. <laughs> the at Chinese gmail.com. God. <laughs> the algorithm. King yeah. Algorithm said no. Yep. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do two more. You got time for two more? Let's do two more. Jared, feather feather. I love my roommate and her boyfriend is awesome. We are really good friends. Feather, and feather. I go
1: <laughs> <laughs> Every time.
0: We, we are really good friends, and I go out with them all the time. On Sundays, when I'm hungover on random nights during the week, sometimes the boyfriend will come over. We all sit on the couch and watch TV when they're not in their room. They are very PDA. Cuddle, lie on each other rub each other's body, play with hair, back rubs, etc. It makes me so uncomfortable, especially since I am very much not a PDA person. Is there a way to ask them to stop without it being awkward? I don't know how to say this to her. Thanks for all you do. What do you think?
1: Start masturbating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys got me in the mood.
1: <laughs> or, or just like watch them and take a picture and then go into your room and turn the vibrator on real fucking loud. And they'll get get the hint. They'll
0: get the hint. Hi. (laughs) That's the only way to do it. That's it.
1: Problem solved.
0: Problem solved. I think here's what she has to do. Here's what she shouldn't do. You can't say here. She wrote something in her email that shouldn't be said because it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. What's that? It makes me so uncomfortable, especially since I am very much not a PDA person. That doesn't matter. Right. That you, if you bring that into it, your whole argument is kind of debunked and they'll blame that and they'll say, well, you just not come. You're just, it's just your thing. They need to know, I just feel weird, you know, So, and you got to go through your friend. Not when he's there. It can't be a doubt. You know, she's got to be the messenger to him.
1: And you got to and- realize that she's going to be uh, talking a little shit to her boyfriend and her boyfriend might be like why she's such a prude you guys realize that that conversation will be had but it's a fine conversation that's fine
0: listen that's the way it has to be had it could be done in very different versions of each of the that conversation can go from a little bit of shit talk to a lot of shit talk but you're gonna get it all you gotta say to your friend your roommate not the guy the roommate is like hey I love hanging out with you guys but when you start you know rubbing on each other I'm sitting right there Right. I feel weird, and just say I feel weird. It's not be and is I, I can't hang out in the main room when you guys are practically dry humping right in front of me. Can you? Right. Can we hold off or just do it in the bedroom and maybe watch it and not in the common space? That's it.
1: And uh, also be prepared for the scenario where your roommate's like, "Do you want to join?" And then you have a whole, <laughs> you have a whole new relationship ahead of you
0: podcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com let's do one more nemesh you i said it to you earlier you ready
1: yeah hold let um, me crack this uh,
0: and up. everyone go follow nemesh at finding nemesh go to his website patel 2020.com patel 2020.com that's where you find all the dates here's some co- here are the dates he's got coming up bridgeport tacoma spokane Comedy on State and Madison. Go, go, go. Patel2020.com for all the tickies. You ready? Yes, sir. Is he available or just being friendly? Jared, here's my situation. Met a guy on Bumble in February 2021. We live about two hours apart. We texted a lot before meeting and went on a hike for our first quote-unquote date. I remember feeling very comfortable with him. Uh, and having good conversation on that first meeting, but being unsure if we sh- we would see each other again as he wasn't quite as flirtatious or forward in person. Over the course of the next few months, we continued to text regularly, got together a handful of times, but our different schedules and distance made it difficult. We had multiple conversations about the distance, which he seemed more concerned about than I was at first. Eventually, I decided not to progress uh, things with him romantically for a number of reasons, the biggest one being the distance. On top of that, I was working six days a week at a very physically demanding job, and our days off didn't line up, nor did I want to spend my time off driving." The last time I had seen him, we met up at his apartment, and I was surprised to find it was very cluttered and clearly not cleaned often, if ever. He's 28 and extremely disciplined in all other aspects of his life, such as exercise, cleaning, clean eating, job, work, on, working on creative projects. So I was not expecting him to live in a mess with boxes everywhere, even though he had said he'd been there for three years. The apartment was off-putting, and because I was on the fence, I decided we should not move forward man, this apartment, it was a cock block. I mean, he he understood and agreed. I didn't mention my thoughts on his apartment and we left things sort of open for the future. We continued to keep in touch, texting at least once a week, long messages. He continued to be flirtatious, but I tried not to open that door if I didn't plan to walk through it. In July, I switched jobs, which made my schedule open up quite a bit and started to think about the possibility of trying to date again. Specifically, this guy. I didn't make plans with him right away since I was busy camping, visiting family, etc., he had, but he had uh, had a showing. He had a show coming up. He's a musician, and I decided I would go and feel things out. The week before the show, I was getting pretty excited. I checked in with him and could tell there was a shift. I tried to make plans to hang out, which led to him telling me that he started seeing someone. But always enjoyed my company and was down to hang out. I told him that I still had feelings for him and was hoping for more than friendship, so it wouldn't be best for me to see him anytime soon. We didn't speak after this. I was surprisingly upset, considering we never officially in, uh, we never officially in. A I was surprisingly upset considering we were never officially in a relationship and only kissed once. Hmm. Just before we stopped communicating, he had followed each other on social media. I thought about unfollowing multiple times as I got a little sad every time I saw a post of his, but part of me wanted to keep that easy connection. The other uh, night, him and his band headlined a pretty popular local music venue. I responded to his story to congratulate him. I guess I was testing the waters a bit if I'm being honest, screenshots attached. Okay, so let's read the screenshots. I'll be her, you be him. You ready? Mm -hmm. That show looked amazing. Congrats on headlining at blank.
1: Thank you. It was super sick, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. It was super sick. Emoji hands. I hope you're doing well. What's that? Whatever I that am, is.
0: I am, thanks. I'll make it out to a show one of these days.
1: Liked the message. Please do. I would like to see you.
0: You'll have to keep me posted on what you have coming up.
1: I will. Dog picture. <laughs> Shake a lot a lot more than so, you think.
0: So then he reacted to her story. Oh, that's
1: what that is. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. heart
0: eyes emojis. And then he reacted to another story asking a question.
1: Which one is this?
0: It's Rebel Cold Brew flavor. Super yummy.
1: Oh, hell yeah, they have some good products.
0: So good. And then you reacted to his story with a fire emoji.
1: I reacted okay. to her story. Oh yeah, with his story with a fire emoji. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, so, and then she reacted to his story. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. here are questions. I know this brief interaction could simply be him being friendly. Could it mean more? Yes, I initiated it, but then he later responded to other stories. Would it be presumptuous of me to assume he's single again? Is the ball in his court now? Two. How and should I reach out to him to straight up ask if he's seeing anyone? I don't want to stay cat stay in a casual Instagram flirting land. Three, hypothetically, is there a kind of way to get someone you're dating to clean up their place a bit? LOL. Still thinking about we, that. well, I think she's a little ahead of herself. Since uh, we never actually dated, I don't know if we would make a good match, but I tend to find issues with anyone. I've realized I do this as a way to keep the control and situation. Uh, can keep the control in a situation I'm trying to be more open and vulnerable when it comes to dating I really did like this person and could see potential for something long term uh, despite my nitp- nitpicking and was afraid I missed an opportunity I don't want to do that again would really appreciate your advice what do you think Dimash about this situation Should what should she do I,
1: sh- I, this is where I say shoot your shot be straight up with it and a uh, way to get him to clean up his apartment is to after you're done hooking up, like your place is a mess, uh, you gotta you, you gotta eat it the first time, and then be like your place is a mess. If you want to keep this going, we gotta clean this shit up. That's what I. Nemesh,
0: I I, I
1: the too?
0: apartment. Let me start with the apartment.
1: <laughs> I know the apartment.
0: The apartment's not your problem until it is your problem. Correct. Okay. So that is way down the line. It's your problem when you start staying there. You did visit him that one time, but you guys have only kissed. So I would say it's not your problem yet. Forget the apartment. The but the more important thing is I think this is a product of the world, the social media world we live in now. Yeah. I think she needs to cut this guy loose. I think he's just based on one thing that happened. He said he has a girlfriend. But he's willing to hang out still. So he's keeping you along for when you're convenient for him. It takes very little effort to respond to an Instagram story response, to respond to a DM, to be just pleasant. She said something very important at the end of her email. Um, I tend to find issues with anyone. I've realized I do this as a way to keep the control in a situation. I'm trying to be more open and vulnerable when it comes to dating. There's people out there that make these like dating resolutions. I'm trying to be more open. I'm trying to be more vulnerable. And then they go back to the easiest person for them to do that with that, sh- that never worked out at all. You should try and be open and vulnerable with the next person, with the person that things keep climbing up the mountain. To me, this guy is food that's in the fridge that you are now convincing yourself into eating. I don't see this as a situation for you. You said you don't want casual. Right now, this is casual. This is leading towards casual. It's he is in flirt. It's an Instagram flirt. To me, you gotta unfollow. You gotta unfriend. You gotta stop and it's okay. To, and for some reason, we have made these former relationships, friends, whatever are crossed to bear. That we that we're the bad guy if we ever unfollow, no, this is for your mental health, for your ability to move forward. you need to let this guy go because you had some good dates, you had some fine times, but you're not looking for fine. you're looking for great for you, and you are avoiding going for great because you're like, well, it's all me, no, 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 it wasn't all you. you did you had half a connection that never felt right, right You will be open and vulnerable. For the next person that is right, you haven't. You think
1: you barely kissed this guy, and you, I, I, I sense kind of a, a little clinginess here, and mm. is, and you got to know that there's tons of other people to follow on Instagram. You know,
0: well, she's <laughs> clinging because this is the one nice person she has to deal with. He's been just nice enough, mm-hmm. and she's going, well, if he's nice, then what's wrong with me? Why not take nice? But that it's almost like we hold ourselves too accountable. It's like. Listen, everyone's nice. Everyone's going to be just nice enough, especially someone who's a little bit lonely. And you both are a little bit lonely. That's why you're dealing with each other. That's why you're messaging. That's why his communication's different now with a girlfriend. He doesn't have enough time. He doesn't have as much time as he did. And he's not as lonely as he was.
1: Just wait till he becomes a fucking famous musician. And you think you're going to stay in touch. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I,
0: I I think this is fool's gold. I think this is a waste of time. And you're doing it because... You're doing this like, well, I got to be a better dater. It's like, no, no, why don't you be a better dater for the, the fun person you're excited about that's right around the corner. And it's hard to trust that that person's right around the corner. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But they are.
1: That was solid advice. That food analogy really hit me. Right? Yeah, yeah food analogy. the, food the one, It's pretty good. The
0: food one makes sense. JTrain <laughs> Podcast at J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Nimesh Patel, thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I want everyone to go follow Nimesh. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at Finding Nimesh. Go follow. He's a fantastic comic. You're going to love his live shows. Bridgeport, Tacoma, Spokane, Madison, Wisconsin, Patel2020.com. That's where you find all his tickets, all the dates. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. J train on Mondays, luxury lounges on Thursdays. We got to get you for the luxury lounges, Nimesh the, the spanking new podcast we do every Thursday. I'm down. Send in your emails, jtrainpodcast.juma.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.